Today's Braze Bits is sponsored by Joey Fatone It Up. Love 90s heartthrob Joey Fatone. Looking to get in sync with your body? I know you are, Jesse. Want to say bye-bye-bye to expensive workout classes? Well, then Joey Fatone It Up is the perfect app. This, I promise you, the Spanish version. Sign up today for your free trial, no strings attached. If Joey Fatone isn't tearing up your heart rate within 30 days, we'll give you your money, Chris Kirkpatrick. Joey Fatone It Up. It's time to get the boy band back together. We got some breeze beats. We got some breeze beats. They're coming in hot, so ready or not for race bits. Mmm, bits. Welcome back, back to the pod, Joy for Tone It Up. I like that you involved me in that advertisement. I wasn't sure to interject there. I was a little scared, but it's, it, was, it, was, it was great of you. Appreciate that. I wasn't sure if you were in the room when... I read the advertisement because you know how sometimes podcasters read advertisements, but they're reading it separately from the actual podcast. Pre-record it, backlog it. Sometimes the advertisers come in late, come in early. You never know. But Joy Fatone is always here for us. It's, it's a soulless way to do it. It's saying, Soul cycle. we don't do that to our ads. We're, we're saying we're dipping you in while we're here. We are live dipped. Dip dot. Dewey, welcome to Braze Bits, everybody. We're at episode 72, Lance. Episode 72. It feels like a milestone number, but I don't think it's significant. doesn't feel significant at all, but it's up there. We're getting up there. Every number is up there. Every number that we're doing is, is older than the last one. When you say it's up there, I'm thinking like every number can't be up. There has to be some numbers that are within reaching distance and then like others that are at like you know like when you go to costco and there's things you just can't reach at all (laughs) yeah those Those are are, those those are up there those are our recent episodes but episode like 42 i don't think is up there no but i remember when we were getting to the 30s we were like oh look at us we're in our episode 30s we're we're grown ass podcasters but now we're in our 70s it's like We've, we've done the whole rigmarole. We're old, aged pod kitchen chefs. Yeah, we're aged. We're like aged cheddar. Prime. We're getting Eight. that aged cheddar if you subscribe to our Patreon. Wow, early and often. Promote the, promote the Patreon page. Give us that comedy cash. Subscribe to the, the Braze Bits Patreon at patreon.com slash Braze Bits. What, what do we got up there, Lance? What are we, that's a good question, Jesse. What do we got? Because we have to tell the people what we got. Otherwise, there's no motivation to subscribe. So every time you get a new episode of Braze Bits, you'll get it on your podcast host that you trust, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that. But if you subscribe to Patreon, not only do you get the audio, you get us in pure, undistilled video form. Non-filtered, visual, us and our chef's whites. Every week, I feel like... We look a little different in our chef's voice. This week, Lance's chef's hat looks very Pope-like. I said that pre-pod. I'll say it again. You look like uh, Pope John Paul. What about Dylan Pope? That as well. DP. Zachary Snackery's next-door neighbor growing up. <laughs> Shout out Snackery. Good neighbor. It's also yeah. a uh, sketch group with Kyle Mooney and Beck Bennett. Dylan Pope? Oh, good neighbor. Good, na- good neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Both good neighbors. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, so you get that. that and, and it is, we're a better, 
better video podcasts, you know, they have video, but we're in our chef's whites. So we're actually chefs. It's a good visual. Great visual. And you also get a couple of off menu episodes. If you subscribe to the Arvidas Sabonis, I believe that's the tier. Maybe it's Leonardo DiCaprio. One of the tiers, the top tier, you get two off menu episodes where we go out to a restaurant and we look at the menu. We analyze the menu. We got a wacky waiter. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Someone actually asked me to describe this and they thought we were going to the restaurant. And I said, we are going to the restaurant spiritually. Spiritually and physically in our brains, just not literally. (laughs) Yeah. And we also, no matter what level you subscribe to for the Patreon, you also get one bonus episode a month. So a a classic braise bits, you know, like a cheeseburger with tomato and lettuce and a bun and fries and ketchup. The works. Braise bits. And honestly, we, we really do let loose on the Patreons. I've, I've really, I've, I don't think we do it consciously, but we, we go unfiltered, like you said. We let it rip. We're doing impressions of, of wacky characters that are kind of people in our universes. They are people in our universes. It's un, unabridged. Jeff Bridges, I think people really enjoy it. Behar. Yeah, I mean, I'm the same, but sure, you could... I don't know. I, th- I don't think I think you're different, Lance. I think you're I really. Th- I think you're just doing that as a tactic to sell people on the Patreon. Won't confirm or deny it. But I think that more of that is great. I actually was listening to the podcast in the car, and it is pretty. I think one of our strongest points is how you're excited about something, and I just shut you down. And then that you is argue. the constant. That is the constant. And at first, you know. Especially, I mean, I don't want to forecast the rest of the episode. Uh-oh. The most, the most obvious one to me was is is how a, a rainy day is. You love a rainy day, and and on a nice day, a nice day stresses you out. A nice day gives me fuel. It gives me sunshine. It gives it fuels my soul. And I first, our first, maybe in our early twenties of this podcast, I thought you were trying to be argumentative. You're trying to just be on the other side of the the coin. We're just yin and yang gang. This is just who we are. This is who you are. You're not trying to not trying to throw cayenne pepper in my eyes. You're trying to throw spices into the kitchen. We're running for New York City mayor. We're we're fully dipped in. Did you see Yang Gang gotten a little of a, a snafu on Twitter yesterday? It wasn't even that no. big of a deal, but it was pretty funny. He tweeted it was National Pet Day yesterday, or the day before day before we were recording. Um and Yang tweeted that a picture of a, his dog, I think it was name of the dog is Griff. He's like, uh, happy National Pets Day to Griff. We had to give away Griff because our, our son was allergic to him. But uh, miss you, Griff. And then hashtag National Pets Day. And he got roasted for it. Like, because he, he doesn't dog. have a pet. Yeah. And he, and he like said happy National Pets Day to this dog he doesn't have anymore. People are always looking for something to not look at themselves. <clears throat> This is this is this is not a, this is not something to be angry at. It's true. How the hell are you, Lance? Let's look at you for a second. How are you? How am I? I don't know. I'm pretty good. I have a meal prep item. Um, Serve it up. My mom wants your mom's brisket recipe. <sighs> That's huge. <laughs> I can I can I can sign seal and deliver that. I didn't know if it was one of those things where. So my mom, I was talking to her yesterday. And again, when I called, she was like, 
could you hear what we have on? And then she like put the phone to the speaker, but I couldn't hear it. <laughs> Classic. And she, she's an episode, I guess, behind. She was listening to the one about egg and pepper, the egg and pepper Huge. hero episode. Huge. And said, she said like, she was happy that I really complimented her chicken making skills, but said that with brisket, she's done a few, she hasn't, she said she hadn't like really been totally satisfied with like one particular one so my mom's been, yeah. been fine tuning this brisket for a long time she'll be honored to give the recipe over to the pod mother it's a it's a great way for the pod madres to bond james it is bond. shaken not stirred james bond uh they could doctor know the recipe true i've never seen any james bond movie that is not surprising whatsoever. Have but you? also mind-blowing. I've seen a lot of them. It just I feel like it's just like a guy who wears nice clothes and shoots people. It's crazy. Is that it? And he like is on helicopters. I feel like he like Yeah, I I don't need it. I feel like I feel like I feel like I get it by just like seeing a picture of the guy. He has like some sort of fancy weapon like buried in his suit. Yeah, I saw the tuxedo with Eddie Murphy and Jackie Chan, and I thought that was pretty good. That was solid. I think I saw that. James Bond is is, is cool. He's got cool gadgets. Sean Connery was a great James Bond. I love the old school James Bonds. Always has like uh, beautiful European women who are like also sneaky, like spies. That's it's. I love James Bond. I like non-polar covalent bonds. Wow. That's a good poll. Is that chemistry? Science, science reference. Is that, is that chemistry? chemistry. Yeah, I don't really know anything about chemistry. So I like, I think I'm I talking about this. We, me and you have some chemistry. That's what I know. You have chemistry. You have chemistry. <laughs> you have physics. I'm physical. Yeah. I know, my, I know my body. You know your body. I know your body. In We're dipped out. in. Fully. Fully dipped in. Animal style. In and out so, burger. I had that that meal prep as well as a clip I was sent by that I sent to you by the pod nemesis Eric Seidel sent that clip that I sent I didn't specify. There's a clip if you YouTube if you're interested in Egg and Pepper Heroes. There's a great Sopranos clip with uh, Junior talking about Egg and Pepper Heroes. Kind of really validates my droids, my dad's kind of stance about Egg and Pepper. Did you send that to Droid? He, he didn't respond. He was like, I texted it. I included, uh, my mom thought it was funny. My sister like really laughed and Kate really laughed. He didn't say anything. And then I talked to him on the That's phone yesterday and he's like, he's like, Egg and Pepper. he didn't, he was like, he didn't say anything. He's like, pretty good. <laughs> That's classic. So that doesn't really mean if he listened or not, but that's, that's great. <laughs> it's a great clip. I've been watching a lot of Sopranos clips after that. You know, there's an entire like 45 minute uh, splice together clips of just them eating on the sopranos all the food clips it's fantastic i didn't know it it's there's so much food in sopranos always eating red sauce always eating gabagoo i guess this kind of segments into my highlight sort of whoa i thought we were having fun (laughs) we were but you ruined it by kind of veering into a section that i wasn't ready to traverse chevy traverse but that's what that's what you did so you know you made Run it down my throat. <laughs> I'm ready for it. 
stuff it down my throat. What was your highlight? Oh, that you want to you want to know my highlight? Yeah. Well, I, I want to know your highlight. You 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 had a highlight. Wait, did you say your highlight? Nope. You just you just made a U turn. You I'm, we had a, a smooth transition to your highlight. Now you're, you you hit the ball back into my court. Yeah, I thought it would be a good tactic to kind of throw you off your game. Subscribe to the Patreon. If you want these kind of smooth transitions, <laughs> this kind of banter, it's unbelievable. Patreon.com slash BraceBits. A bonus episode, two off menus. I'll tell you my highlight if you want it. Yeah, why not? I did stand-up comedy, Lance. <laughs> I, did, I did a show at the Bronx River Yacht Club, a.k.a. the Lantern, a.k.a. the Comedy Shop, a.k.a. the Dojo. Not the Dojo. The other place is the Dojo, but this is our Dojo, Cat. Dojo Cat. I love <laughs> this place. The place is brand new, fully renovated. I did a set there on a Saturday at 7 p.m. I walking in there, Lance. I got emotional. It just it made me so happy. Felt like old times, even though the place is totally new, and unrecognizable. Uh, saw Eddie, gave me a big hug. Uh, saw all, Eddie Jones, the old point guard from the Lakers. He's there run, running the shop. It was fantastic. I was I was a little nervous heading in there. I've only done a couple of mics beforehand. Talked about the uh, open mic I did last week in front of a couple of uh, you know criminals, ex criminals. <laughs> Felt great. This was this was a solid turnout. There's probably like 15 to 17 people in the crowd. Everyone seemed happy to be there, and I was a little nervous. I was told by our host, by, by the host, that uh, you're gonna do uh, up to like 11 minutes which I wasn't prepared for. I was like, oh, we usually do eight minutes at the, the Lantern. He goes, you know, I'll, I'll light you at 10 or nine, whatever he said. So I was like, all right, let's do this. And that kind of freed me up. I, that, in my head, I was like, all right, you got you to gotta fill the time. You got to just do the time like you do in jail. I went up there free balling. I was wearing underwear, but I went free balling. Riffing, felt loose. I think it went well. It, the, the set flew by. I did some new stuff. I tried jokes that I... Didn't even try the open mics. I tried a whole a whole new chunk. Felt great. Felt alive. Made me excited for the summer. Felt emotional leaving there. I was like, I can't believe it's been a year since I've done that. I'm, I'm probably probably the highlights for the rest of for a long time is gonna be just talking about stand up. But I, I I'm I'm ecstatic about it. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad it went well. And uh, from what I heard, the opening went very well, which I'm happy went, about. I think it went smoothly. The room is very cool. It's bigger than I thought it would be. It's, uh, yeah, I think the layout's really good. So what we're talking about in reference, if you are a New York or kind of close to New York-based human, chef or not chef, Brazerback, uh, Jesse and myself are going to be doing stand-up at what had been called The Lantern, now is the comedy shop at the Bronx River Yacht Club. B-R-Y-C. <laughs> Bring your own club. Yeah. And uh, it's it. Yeah, it's it's kind of brand. It's similar. It's like the same, but different. Yeah. Um, but I think it's really set up to be really good, uh, really fun, good shows for very reasonable money. Uh, yeah, it feels it feels at the moment too good to be true. It feels uh, like there's something going to be going on. That's now. what I've always, you know, me that I that I was was gone this weekend, which we'll we'll talk about. But um, I've kind of that's been my mindset this whole time, where it 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 seems. I mean, it's great. So I'm glad it's it's really going well, and 
I've been, um, you know, uh, a part of kind of, I guess, making that happen. So it's cool to see that it is going well. Um, I, this is actually a good opportunity for us to plug. I believe we're on the same show. Wow. Like, I think it's next. Fr- so when this comes out on Friday, mm-hmm. I think it's the Friday after. Are you on? I believe I saw us on the same show. show. I think it's 7 p.m. Yeah, 7 p.m. on Friday. Is that right? Yeah, I'm on. I'm there 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. You're you're on the 7 p.m. I think I'm supposed. I might be on both, but I might not. I think there was some sort of. I took. I I might not be on the 9 p.m. I think it's TBD, but I'm definitely on the 7 p.m. If you're a brazier back in the city, that's a exclusive. Come see the chefs on the same show. Yeah, we'll have a few of those, I think. So we'll we'll announce when we got the same shows. And it's also exciting because remember when we started the podcast and we did like, what do we got to plug? And yeah. then we plugged our shows. And then for a whole year, we just plugged Braised Bits. Yeah, and plugged our butts. And now we got actually spots to plug. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's emotional. I can't believe it. it's surreal. It's been too long. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. That's exciting. Um, was there anyone there you weren't excited to see? Sure. I'm not sure if I want to, let's, I'll, I'll call this person Firefox. Uh, oh, Firefox. Like, Mozilla was there. Yeah. Mozilla was there. Interesting. Wasn't sure it was, it was Mozilla at first. Cause he's wearing a, a hat and a, <laughs> like three masks, but I could just tell from the energy. that's some internet explorer energy even though it's Mozilla firefox yeah i mean i was buffering the whole time i was trying to upload files i just i wasn't upset i was just like what's going on here like but yeah that that was it other than that the best part about that place is i love everyone for the most part who's there like especially that's the thing i like i like a lot of people but there's a lot of people that i want to avoid Right. But you're in a tougher spot because you're there more than me. And you also are interact. You have to kind of interact people, with everybody. Yeah, people trying to get stuff out of me. Yeah. I'm I usually pretty I'm pretty James Blunt, but it is what it is. Yeah. All right. So I was not there. I had actually planned a trip. Um, the opening was supposed to be the week before. Weren't it, it wasn't sure when the opening was going to be. So I decided to keep the trip that I had just because I didn't want to change it again. And I went to Lowell, Massachusetts to visit none other than the pod nemesis, Eric Seidel. Holy mackerel. <laughs> they knew you were up to something. Lance alluded to, he called this a mystery trip in previous emails and communications. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't want to, didn't want to press you on it because you said it was a mystery. You couldn't have pre- I would have broken the press. I would have dribbled, dribbled right up to half court. And then I would have driven, dribbled past half court. Then I would have dribbled around you. It would, would have been, been a violation. Up. I would have been up in your face. You would have gotten frantic about it. The show at the stand. You went to see Seidel. Did you have you showered since? Have you wiped off that that Seidel stank? Oh yeah. How was that that rat? We had a great time visiting Lowell, Massachusetts. Have you ever been? I've been to Lowell. I've been to Lowell. I've I've, I've gone through there. A couple of my UMass friends live there. There's a from, UMass from Lowell. There. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you know that UMass won the national championship for hockey this past weekend? I did not. That's a highlight for me. They UMass the championship? Yeah. It was an interesting place, Lowell, Massachusetts. I didn't I always vaguely knew it was like an industrial center, but it was really where like industry in America started. Sure. They got all those mills. Patty Mills. Light. 
Miller Lite. And yeah. it was, I, I really do, I got to say, you know, I'm a New York guy, but I do like New England because it, it's a place where people have lived. It, it feels real. Like, I'm for, you know, I grew up on Long Island and it just made up. They just plopped a bunch of roads and it's, it's artificial in that way. New England, everything, like Lowell, Massachusetts, all the roads like barely made sense. The houses were like not perfect. You know, there was a house yeah. here, a house there. It just, it just feels worn and it feels lived in. And well, you gotta love that. It's real people. Let me ask you this. Is, is Eric Seidel the type of guy where you go visit a friend, you're traveling up to three hours, no traffic, probably more than that, three and a half. It was four hours, but it was a little, it was about four hours both ways, but I didn't really hit much traffic. Does he show like appreciation when you arrive? Like, oh, thanks for making the trip. Does he like have something waiting for you? Does he have, is, has he scheduled the weekend? Are you going to places that he like his favorite spots? Or is he going to be like, oh, I, I kind of forgot you were coming. No, he's so kind a of weird- above average host. <laughs> we he planned stuff i'll tell you what okay. we did i got there friday Please. friday we walked around lowell he's like well, let's walk around lowell he did reveal parmesan that he does it so he lives a little bit outside like the main area he doesn't live in the main area and he works not in the main area so he's like you know honestly i don't really go in the main area that much did you go with kate just, or by yourself just myself got it um so we walked around we got pizza at this place espresso pizza which i guess is like locally kind of known for what they call their sweet sauce and i said sweet sauce that's my kind of sauce yeah and it was it was solid pizza it was like you know how when pizza is not from new york it's not as good so they need some sort of gimmick yeah they succeeded in in their gimmick the gimmick was a sweet sauce a little tang oh yeah love that yeah so that was good we walked around it was a really nice day talking about nice days Got out of the city with a nice day. You love to see. Went it. to Costco. What? Why? <laughs> it's a side out. Stock up on snacks for the weekend. I stocked up on paper towels, as you can see <laughs> if you're a Patreon subscriber. Look at all these paper oh, that towels. Is premium Kirkland towels. <laughs> for, I would say up to twenty four big old much, rolls there. How much do you think it costs? Give it to me for thirty bones. Uh, fourteen ninety five or something like that. Insane value. Honestly, worth a- going up there for that. Was this one of those Seidel moves? Like, hey, do you mind if we stop at Costco? Or is this no, like he a said, plan, like we're going to Costco. He said we, we drove around. Like, so also interesting. Lowell is very close to New Hampshire, so I think this Costco either was in New Hampshire or very close. So we were like driving around after our, our kind of walk around, and this was part of it. Um, he also is a big. Uh, he gets like the steak at Costco. And we had the steak actually the, the next night. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Seidel cooked you a steak, huh? Yeah. Oh, you really pulled out the red carpet. We pulled out the red carpet. We That night Jesus. we ate, have you heard of this place, the 99 or 99? Seidel built it as the Applebee's of New England. Oh, yeah. I've definitely heard of that. No, 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 yeah. yeah. And it was the Applebee's of New England. Got it. It was solid enough. Got a pepper jack mac and cheese. Not chicken. solid. Not too shabby. Uh, the next day, kind of, I guess, the main piece of the visit, we hiked a mountain, Mount Monadrock, something like that. Monadrock Malfoy. Yeah, Drakok. It was a lot, of, a lot of one-on-one time with the Seidel. How how quick did you guys run out of topics to talk about? Or were uh, you guys just catching up? Riffing? Just catching up, listening, listening to the pod at one point. And he was pretty complimentary of the pot. He said it interestingly aligns with my life. He said, 
one to like when your first rant you ever made about tuna fish, he was like eating tuna fish. <laughs> he and then he you know the egg and pepper. He's so he's watching, he's rewatching the Sopranos. So wow. I said, I'll watch some episodes. So we ended up watching like four episodes over the course wow. of the weekend. Yeah. That's, that's, I love that. So we love that. Yeah. Um, where, are you, where are you sleeping? Where, where, on where? A, he has a pullout couch. Okay. All right. That's better than just the couch. That's better than on the floor. All right. So and he, not only is it a pullout couch, he bought sheets. There it is. See, that's the kind of mental you're looking for. He bought sheets, but I had to bring my own pillow. He told BYP? Me, he said, bring BYOP? your own pillow. He said, I only own one pillow. Bring your own. And I said, strong move. I respect it. Kate said, that's crazy. And he said, something like I've been, it's like, there's too many pillows. I'm not getting another one. Saito is insane. That is probably the worst thing I've ever heard. You have a pullout couch and you have, go out and get a pillow. He bought, he bought sheets, but he said, I'm not, only one pillow. That's bananas. My pillow. He only, he only, he only sleeps with one pillow too? I, yeah, I'm only a one. I only sleep with one pillow. No, I'm minimum two. Two pillow one, minimum? Yeah, exactly. Two $10, pillow minimum. $10 cover, two pillow minimum. Got to, got to. Yeah, but it was a nice weekend, and then I I left Sunday morning and, and came back here, and and that was that was that good Sounds trip beautiful. to the Nemesis. Sounds beautiful. I can't believe you saw Sidell. What a world! Now he owes you a trip to see your apartment. Yeah, I mean he's been and to New York. He's been to New York a lot. So whenever he, I'm sure I'll come at some point. Whenever he comes, he comes. I, I missed last time he came. He came to Giggles and Cream, and he said that. <laughs> Made fun of my prem, the concept of my entire show, saying they give away cream. Call it, it's called the Oprah. Yeah, and he's giving away your cream. Can't believe you touched my cream. Yeah, I want to. I'm gonna make him cream next time. Maybe. Good for you guys. Glad you had a nice weekend. Yeah, it was, it was a nice. The whole thing is QAB though. It was really my first. Oh, he also said, and I don't think he was kidding. He said that it was kind of offhand, like it wasn't even like we were talking about the pod that. Uh, tuna fish is the tuna fish sandwich is his beach sandwich. Oh, what are oh, he's an animal. Oh, that is gross. Yeah, a warm, hot, fishy mayo. How do you know it's warm? Could be cold. I think cold might be better. But if you bring it to the beach and if you're not eating it right away, it's that baby's gonna get warmed up. Depends what season you go, what the weather is like. You're going during the for a winter beach day that's fair that's fair. yeah i mean there's different types of beach days there's winter beach days there's early summer beach days there's a lot of different types of days no matter where you are different kinds of weather on those days as well whether the weather is a weather that you like that's up to you weather locklear what are you talking about lance i'm talking about our top nine we're doing top nine weather days this is a big one. This is a, this this one I proposed to Lance. It it's intricate. I think I think it's a good top nine. It's gonna go a lot of different ways. Top nine weather days. I mean, we talked about different weather days. We talked about how we, both of us react to the weather. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Yeah, whether it rains or whether it John snows, this is gonna be intricate Harrington. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that could be a clip. Bayless. It's not too shabby. Let's get into it. Shaggy. Shabby. You want me to get on base? Uh, Whatever you want. I was a bit 
a bit uh, hard to get with the highlights. So I'm happy to go first, but if you want, it's, it's your choice. I'll get on base. I'll play a little small boil, small bowl, or <laughs> knoblock, a little small, small boil, Susan Boyle. small Susan Boyle. She's lost some weight. I'm happy for her. All right. Top nine weather days, Lance coming in at number nine. It's a rainy thunderstorm day in the early spring where it's an all day rain thunderstorm spread out of the day, but it's a constant rain during the day and that it's early spring where it's like too cold to go outside. So you're inside, it's raining, it's cozy, it's soup weather. You're going to watch a movie at night. Yeah. You're looking outside. You're looking at the thunderstorm. It's a rainy day. It's my number nine. Yeah, so it's April. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is the severity of the thunderstorm? loud loud but not scary not like oh man am i gonna die i don't think this day exists because i think thunderstorms are like they're like an hour or two and then it kind of stops and but i'm thinking like a rainy day it's, it's raining i know but i don't think you're getting one thunderstorm i don't think you're i don't think that exists i think, I think it's either like, either like last week one thing we watched uh Seidel and i also watched some of the masters mm. and there was a weather delay on Saturday and it was because there was some thunderstorms ripping through and they were over an hour later. And I think that's how thunderstorms work. I don't think in this fake world that you've constructed, there's this on rolling thunderstorm. I'm not talking about rolling thunderstorms, I'm talking about the rain's rolling, <laughs> but a thunderstorm rolls in and out, but the rain is a constant. The rain's coming in and out. I, this happens. Maybe, maybe it's more of a summer thing. Cause I remember it's summer camp. This would happen all the time. We would have like a full day that's washed out cause it's raining all day. And then, middle of the day it's like it's 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 thundering but it's two, raining all day two separate weather systems oh my god whether whether or not i'm right or wrong that's my number nine lance i love it my number eight is the random winter day that gets up to the low 50s and everyone feels like it's warm out you get through the the the, the heart of the winter when you know you're bundled up and then randomly, like, not nah, it's not spring yet. You still got a little ways to spring. But you had this random day that it popped the, the weather, the, the, the temperature, that's the word I'm looking for, pops up to the, the low 50s. And you're like, holy mackerel, this is amazing. I can wear a sweater. I feel, you, you feel like it's warm out. If, if this temperature was like during the summertime, you'd be like, this is freezing. But because of what you just experienced during the winter, the low 50s, you're, you can see kind of a light at the end of the tunnel of the winter. It's my number eight, Lance. It's not a bad one. I don't have it on my list. I This specifically makes me think of in high school, we would play football at this park all the time. And especially in the winter, the turnout would be sparse. Like only, you know, the real hardcore people would, would show up. But I remember there was one January where like the first two weeks, it was like 60 degrees and everyone showed up. Right. And it does feel like you're getting away with something which is always a good feeling. Definitely. And it does feel on that. This whole, this whole top nine is really an argument for living somewhere with seasons. Sure. Because I'm yeah, I'm pro seasons. Seasons I'd change. Buy at seasons. A place called seasons. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I didn't get it. Otherwise that wouldn't make much sense. Seasons of love from rent, the Broadway show. I never seen rent. The Pod Madres is a big Ren fan. Her whole family's a big Ren fan, but she saw it about like 80 times. 
I feel like if I saw it, it would rent space in my head. It's got a great soundtrack. Seasons of love. What's it about? AIDS. Oh. Not, not, not all about AIDS, but it's about people trying to pay their rent and getting AIDS. It feels bad saying it like that, right. but it kind of is. Yeah, it's interesting when you like, don't, like I've known about rent for, I, I know its existence for years, but I just never, never bothered to like investigate it anymore. And now it sounds like something that's like compelling and deep and interesting. It's, it's I just thought it was a musical and I'm like, I don't want to see a musical. But now when you frame it that way, it's like about the darkness of the human condition, but also probably I'm sure it's uplifting in some ways. Very uplifting. Yeah. The music is incredible. The, I believe the writer and creator uh, died of AIDS before, like a couple of weeks before it came to Broadway. So like the, the original cast is like, even it's really emotionally attached to the play. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I guess I'll see it now. Should. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah. a nice day in the winter is it's, it's good. It does. It does feel like it does make me think a little bit that the planet's going to end, like that Miami is not going to be a city in fifty years. But right, it is what it is. Right. My number seven. This is an interesting one. It is an overcast summer day after a stretch of scorching hot days. I'm thinking like a day in the low eighties, high seventies. It's a break from the sun. I feel like you can breathe a little bit. It's like you're in the the heat of August. You've had five straight like scorchers. Every time you go out in the sun, you're like, it's just beating down on you. You got to lather up in sun lotion. You're it's so hot. And then this one day comes out and the, it's filled with clouds. You feel like you could breathe a little bit. You're like, you, I'm, I'm a big summer guy. I mean, we'll, we'll see later on. I love, I love the heat. But when you go through a long stretch of, of heat, you need a little break. I love once in a while an overcast day. Just it just gives you a second to be like, you know what? I can go outside and not have to worry about burning. When I have a long stretch of heat, sometimes I say, you know what? I got to go back to Cleveland for a little. Got to get out of the kitchen. Yeah, that's interesting. I guess it's fine. Does I? My question is, does it go straight from the hot to the overcast? It's still hot, but it's not like. The, the overcast, you don't have sun like beaming down. Where on. are you for these? <laughs> because the way weather works with like scorching days, there's a thunderstorm that brings in the a cold front and then it's a little colder. You can still have a hot day with clouds. But then it's still really hot. Yeah, it's fine with me. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with the hot. I'm fine with the heat. But this is the, the sun cover up. This is like. So your... it's just that it, there's cl- it's cloudy in the summer. Exactly. I think you That's oversold exactly what, what you're saying because it's still really hot and it's like, I feel like it's humid. It's the same humidity. Not, I'm, I'm pro humidity. I'm pro heat. I don't I'm know what these stuff. days are. These are my days. These are the days of my lives. This is leg day. I don't do leg day. Greg Oster leg. Seidel did marvel at my calves. It was very, uh, this mountain that we climbed, it was like, it wasn't the, I wouldn't say it was dangerous, but we definitely should have had hiking boots. Mm. we didn't realize how intense it was going to be either of us. And he said, my pace going up was, was pretty aggressive and probably, you know, it was because of my cats. 
Were you leading the way? Were you were you the, the I was attack? Hot Wheels leading the way for the majority of the way up. The way down, I was not. I was very nervous about getting hurt. Way down because, is always the hardest. Yeah, my shoes were not the right shoes. And the last time we went on, I went on a hike with Kate in Vermont. I really hurt my ankle. And Jeez. I didn't want a, a repeat of that. And I also had to drive home. So if I hurt my right ankle, Seidel would have had to, I would, I would have had to live with Seidel, which was you fine, which would be fine. You count how many steps you did? Oh, no, but this was something I also wanted to bring up. Seidel is not really a big data. He can be a big data guy. He was like kind of tracking. He's like, we did this mile. He was like, we're going 1.2 miles an hour or something, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're going pretty much vertical, it is a, a lot of distance. Sure. But his job, like there's like some sort of app where you enter your information and they pay you. So like, he's like, I wouldn't do this, but they're literally paying me money to exercise. So why wouldn't I do it? And right. this is a kind of dilemma for me. I think I would also have to do it if I was getting paid to go on a hike. A thousand percent. And so did he after the fact, like, let you know, like, oh, we just walked 10,000 steps. He didn't, I don't think it was the steps. It was just like a certain, you open the app and the app logs some, you know, they go into your brain and they give you the Moderna vaccine or, or whatever. Got it. Yeah. I love a hike. Hike Jones. Hike in the Mad Dog. Nice. You think the Jets are going to win it this year? I sure do, Lancey. I can't believe they traded away Sam Donald. I he believe was- in Robert Sala, Lancey. Robert Sala <laughs> is going to be our solid, solid grace. Saving grace. All right. Will and so grace. That was your number seven? The fake uh, cold hot day? I, I, ne- I never think I've had a nine through seven. You've attacked ruthlessly <laughs> like that before. Where, where, where am I? What are these days? Have you ever seen clouds in the summer, Lance? No, but the way you described it, where it's like really hot and then it's, well, first it was not as I hot, love the, but it was I love hot. Well, yeah, but you're the day it's like in relation to another day. And I don't think that relationship exists Damn. in the Northeast. I'll, you know what? I'm going to write down, write these down. And I'm going to, every time this happens, this weather days happen, I'm going to FaceTime you. I'm a meteorologist. And I'm getting the gist of my top nine. My top no, I mean, number nine is the first morning. This is usually like late October. I want to say in the, nor- in the Northeast where you can see your breath. Good day. I've, I've talked about this before, but it's a good day. It lets you know that father time is and mother nature are kind of in sync with the Backstreet Boys. It's not 98 degrees. It's October, Mr. October. Close to, close to 32. Yeah. And it gives you kind of a heads up. It's like, all right, you're getting into this territory where you're going to have to bundle up. Fun games are over. It's time to hunker down. It's time to focus. It's time to get after it. We're seeing your breath. I don't like it, Lance. I don't like it one bit. It, it makes me think that things are getting you just colder. Said, you just said you liked it, and now you just want to attack me. It's the good call because it's like a, it's a that's a day. I do want. I'm, I'm coming for your kneecaps. I'm gonna try to take out those calves, but it's not a day that I get excited about. I'm like, oh look, I can see my breath. That means it's it's cold. Got a long winter ahead. And how long? I mean, the seeing your breath thing was cool. Like when you're waiting at the bus stop in middle school, 
Is that you still like doing that? You still like? Oh yeah. Them? To me, it's like all right. It, it, game day is approaching. Let's go. All right. It's not terrible, but top weather day. My number eight is a snowstorm around the holidays. By the holidays, I mean Christmas, because uh, we, you know, like snowing and Hanukkah, it's fine, but I feel like. Snowing and Christmas are synonymous with uh, something. As a nice Jewish boy, not, I, I do love snowing around Christmas. People say a white Christmas. I say chef's whites. I say chef's whites. I think around the holiday. I just think, I do think it's depressing when it rains. Like it's rained a bunch, like on Christmas Eve or Christmas. And it's like, it's December 25th. You got to get it together, AccuWeather. 10-10 wins. I'm, I'm pro snow on, on Christmas. It feels magical. How magical. It feels it like there's something in the air. It feels like it's kind of the universe kind of giving a wink and a nod, being like, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll make today special a little bit. It does feel like there's like a specialness to this. I do remember one time on Christmas Day, we went into the city to like have lunch. Um, and then we drove back and there was just, it snowed like six or seven inches, but it like was like one of those fast and furious storms, Vin Diesel. Yeah. If you were Paul Walker at home, you'd be in trouble. And we were just like, it took us like three hours to get back and Drode was very stressed. He's like, I don't know if we're going to get back. (laughs) Is Drode a, uh, a road rage guy or is he, is is he a calm driver? Calm. Nice. As he says, he's a, says, he actually credits me for driving. He says, Lance, we're road warriors. So Lance, me and you, we're, we're road warriors. Yeah, you because are. I, I do enjoy driving long distances. I think I probably didn't, I didn't talk about this probably ever on the pod because it was before we did the pod. But for my bachelor party, it was in Portland, Maine. And really the highlight of it for me was my driving feet getting there. It was probably the greatest driving feet I've ever had. So I'll tell you what I did. So my cousin flew in from Florida the night, it was a Thursday night, the night before, but his flight got delayed. So he didn't get there until to JFK until like, like 1230 AM. I was in Long Island actually, because I needed to get my parents' car to drive up to Maine to bring a bunch of people up there. I was in Long Island. This was like 12 AM. I pick up my cousin, Zach at JFK we drive back to the city. I sleep over with him in the city, wake up a few hours later, drive back out to Long Island to, to Suffolk County oh. to get some people. Oh. Then from there, drive to Boston to pick up another friend and then drive to Maine. You're driving every leg. What's your tag of this trip? Drive, drove the whole way. Drove Is Seidel your best man? Seidel, no, my brother was my best man. Seidel didn't, I was actually in on Long Island. Well, initially I had, I drove to the city cause my, it ended up getting complicated with the cars, but basically I was responsible for driving the people who were on Long Island. So that's why I was there. But then my cousin came into JFK and I was really the only one who could pick him up. So I picked him up. He stayed in the city and he ended up going with my brother in New Jersey. I drove back out to Long Island, but this was like a, and then we didn't get to, there was traffic. Like we didn't get to Maine until like 6 or 7 PM. So from like 12 AM to 6 PM, I was spending most of that time driving. 
And then I got to my bachelor party and I was like, well, my work here is done. Right. That is a great feeling after a long drive, especially that kind of road trip. When you, when you get to your destination, you can really kick your feet up, really feel like you earned it. Earned. Oh, uh, no. Earned I said, well, I said it's not going to get any better than what I just did. <laughs> I once drove back from Montreal to New York. Uh, it was like a, a 10 or 11 hours. That was my, my, bike, my, my biggest feat because all my friends were like hung over in the car and I, I just didn't want to stop. Nice. I felt very accomplished after that. Yeah. So my number eight was snowing my number seven. So this is, I think more in line, what with, I think would weather like weather wise, what you were trying to say with your number seven, but it actually exists. I didn't try when I did, I, I did it. When it goes from beautiful out to all of a sudden, extremely dangerous. <laughs> and because it reminds you that you have to respect the power of mother nature and that you're on this earth, but at any time the earth could say, you know what, I'm going to show you your place. And I'm specifically thinking of times when I've been golfing because when oh, yeah. you're golfing, you're out there for like four hours, five hours, and you could start out and it could be a beautiful day. And then all of a sudden clouds roll in. I remember this one time I must've been like eight or nine years old. It was labor day and it was a nice day. And then the sky just got like black and we like, you know, we were in the middle of the golf course. It started just furious thunderstorming. We had to like run to the car. It was like pretty scary. And then we found out that there were tornadoes like the next town over. It was that bad. Yeah. I remember another time, this is the only time I went with my dad and like a friend of mine. um, And I think my brother, we went to like this like corporate golf outing. It's the only time I've ever been to one of those, but my dad like needed people to come. So we were like, it was, I think we were in college, like, but it was the summer. So like, we'll come. And my friend was like having the round of his life. He was like oh, five funny. or six over through like 15 holes. And you know, he's, he was like, he's probably a little better than us, but he was like having the round of his life. And then it got, you know, severe thunderstorms. So we had to not finish. Hate to hear that. Yeah. That's happened pl- many times to me where out of nowhere it starts. Then on a golf course, they start like rigging like the alarms. They have like an alarm system. Because well, it's, it's like very dangerous. On the yeah, golf right. course, it's wide open with arms wide open. Rods. You're holding metal rods. You're saying, hit me, lightning. Tampa yeah, Bay. I don't love the danger. I feel like you, you, like, you like to live dangerously a little bit. I actually don't like, I really don't like being like in a vulnerable position during a thunderstorm. I do get kind of anxious uh if i'm in the wrong place if i'm in a place where i know it's dangerous during a thunderstorm sure um but i do appreciate the power of nature so that's kind of where i am i, I respect it and uh-huh. as you know i like to prepare and not be in those situations so i'll be overly cautious but when you prepare mother nature laughs when you make plans mother nature wipes away those plans it's hard, it's hard sometimes you never sometimes those forecasters don't get it right. So you never know. Yeah. Well, that's why you got to use your, your eyes and ears and your body to get the vibes and energy of the weather. Absolutely. It's a good one. I enjoy that. That's your, that's your number seven. Yes. My number seven, my number six is pretty similar. It's not, I didn't have danger in there, but my number six is after a humid summer day during a humid summer day, when there's a rainstorm, when the rainstorm—that's your numbers. That's your number seven, but the accurate no. version. No, no, no. 
completely different, whole different ball game. The other one, I don't know, we don't need to rewind. This is my number six is a rainstorm after a humid day when it's a hot, brutally humid. There's almost like a thickness in the humidity outside. And you're like, I need, I need to be drenched. And then it feels like a huge relief Erickson when the, the clouds open up, cold rain comes down. I never appreciate rain. Any, it's, I, I don't appreciate rain usually, but that's the most time I, I, I love the most. You just, it's refreshing. It's glorious. It feels like everything in nature needed it. We all needed it. The cars needed it. The roads needed it. Everyone was scorching hot. And then the, the mother nature kind of listens to you and, and rains down on you. It's my number six. Yeah, when it, Tim rains, it Nelson Aguilar's. It pours. Yeah, that was a stretch. So it's also some guy yelling outside. I don't know if it bled through the pod or you could hear millionaire? it. The millionaire in Brooklyn? No. I miss the millionaire. Love the, love the millionaire. Yeah. That's a good one. I do love how when that happens too, you could just feel, as you said, it's heavy. And then the air just, gets, you can feel the temperature drop at like 10 degrees. Yeah. You could smell the rain coming. Yeah. A little dew. But, well, you got Mountain, Mountain Dew. You got to just get it. You really dipped into the weather when that happens. And it does feel natural. It feels like it's like, like uh, a release, like it's, it's justification. Yeah. Like it shouldn't ever be that hot for that long. And this is nature's way of saying, you know what? You're right. Absolutely right. Spot on. I don't, only time I don't like that is then when after the rainstorm is when the humidity then just comes back. And I like, do. Oh, what did we go through? Yeah, there's a little bit of that. I think it just goes a little bit back to normal, but usually it's, it's a little, the temperature does drop a little bit. I guess it depends, but I also do love when like almost like the rain, likes coming up like steam. Yeah. It's like oh, uh, yeah. not con- evaporation. That's it. Yeah. Biology, oh, yeah. chemistry and biology in this. Well, pod. A lot of, a lot of education, a lot of science. I feel nice. My science level is I took AP chemistry, but I got a one on the exam, which is like pretty out of five. But a one is like pretty hard to get. Like you have to be pretty bad. Science was not my my strong suit. I was more of an English social studies kind of guy. Yeah, science wasn't my strong suit. I was more of a men's warehouse suit. Three suits for a hundred bucks. Not too not too shabby. My number Cinco, uh, this day exists. You can't, you're not going to be able to tell me this day doesn't exist, Lance. It's October. It's playoff baseball weather. It's a crisp mid-October day. I'm talking like low 50s. Low 50s, high 40s. There's just a bite in the air. There's a crisp bite. I just think of playoff baseball with the guys wearing the long sleeves. You don't got to fully bundle up, but if you're going out at night, you got to probably wear a jacket or a, a heavy sweater, but I love it. You're not uncomfortable out there, out and about. It's just something about it. Everything is sharper. It feels like you take pictures. The the images are are more clear because of the, the, the crisp in the air, cocoa crisp. It's, it's, it's probably, that's when I start to realize like, all right, summer's done, fall's here. You got to embrace it. It's really the only time I really enjoy fall is that crispiness, especially when uh, it's, it's big. A, it's a very good one, and I have it on mine. Great. Love that. Huge. I won't delay anymore. My number four, Lance, it's a snow day. I'm thinking snow days from when we were in school or snow days in general when you're an adult and a snow day forces you to cancel plans because it's just 
the whole day is wiped out. No one can get anywhere. The roads are awash. The, there's snow everywhere. The first day of snow of the year. It's my number four. It's just like after a while during the winter, if you have a lot of snow, it's like, oh, we have snow again. We, we had a bunch of snow days this, this winter, it felt like. But the first snow day is special. If you, you kind of forget what if it looks like to see the snow. It's fresh powder. Get the boots out, whip them out from the, under the closet. It's under the closet. It's not in the closet. It's on. I put my boots under the closet. So it likes the apartment below you? Yeah, they store all my boots. It's Eric Snow. It's John Snow. I'm, I'm going down the slopes, Lance. It's number four. It's a good one. Snow, very interesting. A lot of layers to it of snow and of slush in my slush fund. Slush puppy. Hush puppy. 7-Eleven slush. <laughs> I'm going to slurp that up. A snow day as a kid was great. However, they don't exist anymore, right? As of the pandemic. Right. That's crazy. It's now remote learning. That's so sad. It's very, it is, it is really sad because it, but it's kind of emblematic of the times. There's no, where there's no unplugging. There's no rest. I actually felt bad. Like when I, so I went to Eric Seidel's on a Friday, I left at like seven in the morning. I got there at like 11 and I had like a million emails and messages um, that were like work related for all my different things. Like one was like a tax thing. One was a big Apple box thing. One was a work thing. And I was like, I'm really sorry. I just, I, I think I have to respond to these because the expectation is that like, you're always on, you're never off. You have to respond. If you don't respond within some of them, I didn't respond till the end of the day. Cause they required like more than like a two second thing. And I'm like, these people think I'm like dead or, or I don't know, because, and that's the same logic extended to the snow day. Whereas everything is seemingly more convenient, press of a clip of click of a button. I'm unbuttoned. You're buttoned up. You can't, you can't even you can't even not enjoy a snow day. You can't make hot chocolate. You can't make alphabet soup unless you're sweating. like you can only make alphabet soup and hot chocolate if it's like your Instagram side hustle where you're like I'm the alphabet soup account. Right. I'm posting pics of alphabet too. soup. This is my niche. There's it's, nothing it's, like not a, it's not a good way to avenue B. Exactly. There's the, the nothing better than the feeling than even sometimes they would cancel school the night before. You get uh, the night before call. Yeah. And like It looks like tomorrow's going to be a wash. Tomorrow's a snow day. You know you have the day off. You're going to sleep knowing you're going to wake up with a full day of snow, no school. It's, it's, a, it's a horrible thing that kids can't have that. It's horrible. And then as an adult, like, I got to say, I think the value of snow and the value of seasons is greater than the inconvenience, but also now having a car that's parked on the street, or if you have a driveway, it's even worse. It is a nuisance. It's a noose around your neck a little bit. So I'm saying, like, I think overall, like, I don't, I don't, at this point, I don't want it to be snowing every week all the time, but you got to respect like a, a solid snowstorm. Yeah, the first, especially the first time it snows. It's like, all right, this is cool. Yeah. That's my number quattro. All right. So my number six, it's similar to one of yours, um, but I think you were meteorologically inaccurate. Or Oh, it was the, it was when it was, what do you say? It was when it was like raining all day or it was pouring and then there's thunderstorms. The old man was snoring, Lance. 
is, <laughs> is when there's raining all day, you have a rainy day and then there's maybe a thunderstorm during the yeah. day. So, so mine is a, a spring downpour. So it, it's not raining. It's like, I mean, that old man is, is going nuts. And this actually happened yesterday. Get back to the city. Kate and I go to Trader Joe's and it's pouring and we're soaked to the bone. Winter's bone, but it's spring. So it's spring bone, spring bone kitchen. And spring bone kitchen is a, a fast casual chain in New York City. Beautiful. I thought that I thought it was really good. You didn't react. And then I was like, no one on the pod is probably going to like some people will get it. But if I think it's a very specific reference. I believe you that exists. That is, I've never heard of it. There's one close to the lantern slash comedy shop slash, or there was before the pandemic. Um, on like Google? No, on West Third. West Philadelphia, born and raised. Yeah. It's a cool name. Spring, it's like broth and stuff. You know, it's one of those Bone like where, where if you if you have this food, you're going to be immortal. Right. It's good for your bones. I ate the bones. I like the bones. Bones is a TV bones. show. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, we go to Trader Joe's and it's pouring and we're soaked. And it reminds me of when I was like in like fourth grade going to these soccer games where it's like, it's it's not exactly freezing. So you're not totally miserable. It's like a little bit of that spring rain where it's warm. It smells like grass or flowers and stuff, but you're just soaked. And then you go home and you like take a shower and it's the greatest thing in the world. And oh I'm unstable. God. The shower... <laughs> Your internet's unstable. Yeah. <laughs> the shower after a rainy day, you, you take off that layer of this, your shirt is clinging to your bones. Springbone Kitchen. It's a fast casual chain in, in the city. It's nothing better. You take it off. You, you, you throw it into the corner. You, it's it's a great one. I overlooked it. Yeah, it's like I'm finished with the wet t-shirt contest, and now I'm stripping. Love that. Absolutely yeah. love it. Let's go to Hooters. My number five, similar in style, but not really. It's a rainy weekday. I love a rainy weekday. Like a Tuesday, you wake up, it's raining all day. You say, ah, oh, this kind of fits that it's a weekday. I'm like working. I don't want to be working, but it's raining. So what else am I going to do? It okay. kind of just now connects I, now with the it. mood. I'm like, I don't want to do anything. Well, I don't have to go outside. I shouldn't go outside. The weather is saying, don't go outside. Just sit there, be miserable. I'm miserable too. We're all miserable together. I'll be honest. I thought this would be your number one. This is the prime time <laughs> Lance pick. You've, you've forecasted this one in the past. You've said that a rainy day relieves you because it, 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 it lowers, lowers the bar. Attorney General, that you don't, which I kind of agree with, but... I mean, sometimes you have plans, especially if they're indoors and rain does not affect it. It only just makes it harder oh. to get to. It makes it annoying. No, it, it affects it. Like um, it, it was raining last night. I was wondering how many people showed up to the lan the shows at the Lantern because the tickets for comedy it, shows. Yeah. 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 The, it sold out online, but I was like, I wonder if everyone's actually probably not. Right. But say I, you're going to a friend's birthday event and it's raining. You can't be like, oh, it's raining. I'm not going to go. But people do that. Do they? I, at comedy shows they do they don't comedy show up all shows. the time with ring but then also one positive thing about this is when you're there like no one leaves everyone stays 
Right. I always loved this about comedy shows when you were doing a show and it started pouring every, no one would leave. So it would be a good crowd throughout. And not only would they not leave mentally, they would realize, because in New York, I've said this a million times in New York, you're always making a value judgment constantly saying, was this the best choice of my time? There are a million other things to do. Should I be somewhere else having more fun? Right. Should I be watching a different movie on Netflix? That could be better. Right. But same happens on, on a snow day or a snow, like a, a big winter storm. And you're able to get out say it snowed all day, but you're able to kind of stretch the snow at nighttime. If you get to a comedy show and you're kind of snowed in, Eric Snowden, that's a great crowd. Everyone feels like, oh, we're, we're here. We're not going anywhere. Yeah, I'd say that's almost like a hack. Goldberg. Or like the government. Christian Hackenberg. The bust. Christian Slater. See you Slater. Gary Slater. I'm sorry. So, so, so. My number four <laughs> is a super freezing day that you brave the cold. So not a, I'm not talking about like, you know, it's 30 degrees. I'm talking about it's five degrees. I'm talking about it's negative two degrees. I'm talking you're on a, you're skiing on a mountain and it's like negative 10 and it's so windy that someone's getting blown back up the mountain. One time, I'll never forget this. I was skiing, I think it was in Montremblant in Canada. And there's a snowboarder going down. It went down like this little hill to get to the trail. And it was so windy that the wind blew him back up the trail. It was incredible. I loved it. But that's, that's it's an adventure cool. because when you're braving the cold like that, you are truly facing the elements. It's like a show, you know, man versus wild or whatever. You're in the wilderness. And I think it could be a great bonding experience. I remember this was, I don't know, this was right before, this was like the year before Kate and I moved in. And I think this was one of the things where it was like, okay, we're clearly like, we're, you know, we're meant for each other type thing where we went to Newport, Rhode Island in the middle of winter. And it was like 10 degrees, but we had reservations at this dinner place that was like a 15 minute walk. And we're like, well, we're not gonna not go. So we kind of just weathered the storm, had an amazing dinner because we were not focused on like anything else. We're like, we're stuck here. When you also get inside from weathering something so cold, as you said, with something else, it's like you've accomplished something. Definitely. And it's kind of the same logic as like why people like working out. Like if you go on a six mile run, you're probably miserable running, but afterwards you feel great. You feel like you have a sense of purpose, your, your body's better. And it's kind of the same, the same idea here. You, you, you somehow you, you talked your way into it, it making sense at first. I hated it of a freezing cold day, but I, the caveat of it being a freezing cold day, but you have something to do. You have somewhere to go. That makes a lot more sense. Like going out, if you, if you have a reservation somewhere on a, on a special evening, you got to brave the, the elements that makes you appreciate it even more but if it's just in general if it's freezing like a brick outside i hate that i don't need that i hate if it's below 40 not for me but if you're bundling up for like a, a winter football game and it's like you know what we're just gonna bundle up we're gonna break we're gonna do it i could see that it's not on my top nine i don't love it but i, I do appreciate it and it, Especially when you get in from the cold, you get into a restaurant and you get into someone's house, you're like, oh, look at like we survived. It's a great feeling. It also just enhances so many things. So right, you get in 
and you have a French onion soup, you're it's it's it already potentially can be the best French onion soup you've ever had. Right. Because of where you just were. You start trying to warm yourself up, you get a soup, you get you get some booze in you. Yeah. Get an espresso after. There you go. Balance it out. Kate did say she was he he was like, Jesse's right. Huge. Price is she also thought your vaccine lamination saga was hilarious. (laughs) I appreciate that. I lived through it, survived it. And that became a big uh, storyline. I don't that I saw like some uh, news sites writing about that. That, that was Jesse's made, Jesse's vaccine. <laughs> yeah, I broke the news here exclusively, but it happened nationwide. Nation. They were were they on your side? They were. They sure were. With uh, Brad Paisley and Peyton Manning. Brad Brazley. Okay. That was number four. Indeed.com. I'll get a job any day of the week, especially on this day. Number three, this weather day is around Labor Day. It's like the few early weeks in September when everyone's like, especially Lance. It's when Lance is like, oh, summer's over. Let's start doing our top nine winter things. And I'm like, slow down, Lance. Look outside. It's still in the high 70s. It's still summertime to me. I love that weather. It's when everyone's like, oh, the second August is over, the second Labor Day comes around, summer's done. We're, it's over. And I'm still like, I'm, I'm wearing my shorts. I'm going in the ocean. I'm not, it's, it's global warming outside. It's still warm. I'm appreciate. I'm going to drip and squeeze every last ounce of summer. I love that. It makes me, those last weeks and those last days, I'm, I appreciate it the most because I know we got a long winter ahead. We got the fall coming up. Number three, it's a it's an early September weather. So, are you saying like Labor Day or the or after? Like the week after Labor. Okay, Labor yeah, I could appreciate that just because I think it's a good time to go to a summer vacation destination, and things are cheaper. There's less right. people, but you're basically getting the same experience. Exactly. So, for that reason, I think it's good. But just in general, I don't really care. But I, I think it can be. Um, it can be pretty great because it's also as much as you're trying to deny that it's that's that it fall hasn't happened and it's still summer. It's usually, you know, it's not going to be 90. It's probably going to be like 80 at right. best. Right. So I, I agree with that. That's fine. I think but it's I think, not, it's not, it's not like enough yet. We're like, Oh, it's summer's d- done. Summer's over. Well, I'm it's a mindset. Like, it's post summer. No, it's not post summer yet. It's still, it's, it's like the last page of the last the, the last chapter in the book of summer you're you're not done with it you're you're reading the last couple of words and you're you're looking back on the entire book of summer being like oh look at look at the journey we made here no the look book the ends on late maybe it's the acknowledgements i'm not acknowledging that summer's over i acknowledge thank you june july and august and the first few days of september for making this a great summer I'm not and thank you to my wife who was my I uh, did more work on this than anyone put up with all my nights editing. I'm, I'm in, a, I'm a man who takes credit for things that did I accomplish it all? Maybe, maybe not. You might've. It's first week of September, first two weeks. I'm in denial. The river, the summer's over. I think you gotta point. put a end to that. Nah, I was going to say September with like ember and flames, but I couldn't remember. 
That's gold. That's pretty good. My number two. Does this one make sense? My number two does make sense. My number two <laughs> is springtime in May. My birthday is in May. Lance's birthday is in May. It's the it's a mid mid May, low seventies. Flowers are full blossom. Everyone's going outside. It's not scorching hot. It's very comfortable. It's not you're not sweaty. You're not thinking like oh I need to get in the air conditioning. It's it's my it's it's the most comfortable I am all year round. Mid May. I'm, I'm happy you got the whole summer ahead of you. It's not summertime yet. It's like you have certain days that are super hot, but it's for the most part, May is like, you're wearing t-shirts, but you could th- you throw on a light sweater, low 70s. You can, you're going for runs outside and you're doing all, the, all the, the, the hot weather activities, but you're not uncomfortable yet. So number two. I will say this. Let me say it though. Oh, I say a lot of listens on the Sopranos. Oh, yeah. I say and listen every other word. Oh, yeah. Listen, Tony. Tony, listen to this. This guy down at the at the Union construction site he won't even listen to me, Tony. Drode's a big listen guy, also. I appreciate that. I'm not anti listen. I'm not. I, I, people who say I think it's an effective use of language, but it's QAB. In, in French, actually, they say it a lot. It's like, it Écoute-moi. Écoute. It's like, listen. That sounds pretty good. I would use that more than listen. Écoute. Écoute. Yeah. That's number two. Écoute. <laughs> now you're saying it with like an Italian accent. Écoute. 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 I the veal parmesan. Écoute. Ah. 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 It's a Scottish accent followed by, a, I don't even know. A quick vomit. Yeah. Followed by a Viking. Minnesota. My number one, Lance. Wait, what was I had more to say. My number two is the mid-May. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so in New York, in in Manhattan particularly, this is terrible. Because everything is so crap. There's so many people out. And they have, like, that restless energy of, like, I was was inside. Now I got to show off my body and, uh, like, like, uh get drunk and like, like wear my button down with too many buttons. It's always, it's always like men who are like unbuttoning their buttons at like 25 year old guys, you know, a lot of less buttons. Yeah. I feel like that, you think that's May? I feel like that's like late April. It could be May. It's like late April to May. I feel like there's a few weeks of the year. The virus is obviously throwing this off, but doing comedy, particularly on Bleecker street where People are just like drunker than they are oh, yeah. other times of the year. And it's everyone's like, going out for brunch. There's like fights. It's just like a, it's like a unstable people have like bottled up their energy. I think it might be more end of April, beginning of May, but I don't like it. And um, I think it coincides with this weather you're talking about. That's fair. I, I wasn't even thinking about in the city. I was, I was picturing myself in, in the suburbs. You gotta I mean, get out of the city. I got out of the city. Gotta get out of the city. That's fair. And it, yeah, the city, anything in the city weather-wise is kind of worse for the most part. For the most part. And then number one, it's a July hot, 92 degrees, blue sky, no clouds in sight, low humidity, not a lot of humidity. It's just like a, it's a dry heat. You got that dry heat. You're gonna lather up and Lance, you're going to the beach. It's hot. You're gonna you're gonna get 
You're gonna get sweaty out there, Lance. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you. But guess what you do when you get sweaty? You dive into the nature's drink, nature's ocean. You dive into the big, the big old drink. A 92 degree hot summer day. Everyone's tan. Everyone's feeling good. Everyone loves their body. You're staring at other people's bodies. Bobby the body bodybuilder. Bobby bottle service. Those no, no clouds. Number number one. See, we're gonna break this down and prove that this doesn't exist. <laughs> so, all right. So you're saying a 92 dry heat. Yeah, go to Vegas. Okay, right. We we'll go to Vegas. Where's the beach? In your mind. <laughs> Life's a beach. Give me a 92 dry heat beach, and, and I'll surrender. But it doesn't exist on the East Coast. It's 92, and there's beach. No dry heat on the West Coast. There's beach. It's not going to be 92. It's dry heat. Dry heat 92 is like Nevada, New Mexico, Arizona. No beach. If you go to the beach in July in, in, in New York, it's not going to be that humid. You can find a low humidity day where it's not like the humidity is thick. Not, you're, saying, you're telling me that every day in the summer when it's, 90, if it's 92, it's humid? Yeah. Not, not, on my, not on my New York, not my weather. <laughs> I think we're living in different cities. So that, if that means that if it's so humid that it, it rains all the time in the summer. Yeah, it, it does rain a lot. It does rain a lot of time. You rain on my you ever, parade. You man. ever wake up in the middle of the night and there's like a giant thunderstorm? Sure, not not all the time. There's the humidity. If it's over ninety, the humidity is usually going to be significant enough to notice. I don't mind it. Maybe I don't even. I don't even mind it. I don't mind the humidity. I I love a, a fresh lather of sweat on my forehead. <laughs> Sorry I to. Love, Sorry to poke holes in your bucket, but I just want you to be able to drink water. I'm gonna hydrate, but I don't. I don't I'm standing by this. I sure. think you can have a low humidity day. No clouds. There's no clouds in the sky. Where's the humidity coming from? The Earth. There. I don't know about that. You know Nick Alex's bit of. Uh, he's like, you know what? Hey, with the weather, he's like, right now it. It says it's feels like 80 it degrees, but it feels like 97. Well, then it's 97. Isn't that <laughs> what the weather is? What the air feels like? Yeah. It's a good bit. If there's any Brazer Backsider weathermen or weather women, call in. Romaine, let us know. Because I, I, I'm getting my, my top nine weather days have gotten ripped to pieces. I'm just sorry that I'm an amateur meteorologist. I should have. I like there was a period of time where I was fascinated by the weather. And I think if I was it's one of those professions, like so many professions you think about, like I think about all these, um, like I watch soccer, right. And there's so many soccer players who, and this happens in all sports, like who are sons of like professional soccer players. Right. Sure. And obviously you have the genetic advantage, right. You're almost certainly going to be like more, like way more athletic than the average person, but you also have like, you were pointed in the right direction in terms of like opportunity and like, just like know how, like you've been, you have a huge advantage. Yeah. Right. And I think that's, I mean, that's the same with everything, right? Like if you have, you know, parents who work in X, then you're going to be much more primed to sure. succeed, especially if you're pushed in that way. Nature, and, you're also nerd. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think meteorology is one of those things where like, yeah, you can find it on your own, 
But if you have you someone in your family who's a meteorologist, you're probably much more likely to be a sure. meteorologist. But it probably takes like that's just their lives. Like, that's kind of like a, a big part of daily conversations. Yeah. And like I'm bad at science, but like I love that. So I don't know what that is. Maybe you could be a, you can earth science. I didn't mind earth science. Yeah. I don't mind earth science either. I, I like earthworms. Yeah. Dennis Rodman. Earthworm? The worm. Got it. I used to do the worm breakdance. My number three is the opposite of your fake humid thing. Uh, it's the crisp summer night. And I'm really thinking about the West Coast. Or you could have this on like a Cape Cod or like a... Yeah, but like any sort of beach area where the sun's gone down, it's colder than, than seasonally normal. There's a wind, maybe even put on that sweatshirt because it's cold. You're on the boardwalk and it's a crisp summer night. There is no humidity or if there is humidity, it's significantly lower than the humidity that you're used to. And it's still warm enough where you're like, it's the summer. It still smells like summer, but it's just not as overbearing it's saying, you know what? I'm going to take a break from yelling all day and I'm just going to relax and I'll be like a country music song. I'll, I'll have a beer on the porch as the sun sets and the sun's down. There's no sun. It's not a bad one. Not a bad one. I wouldn't use the word crisp though. I feel like it doesn't get that crisp. How, what, what, how, what temperature are we talking? Well, it depends. So I think it really varies on where you are. I think on the West coast, or like the West in general, it could get decently cold at night. On the East Coast and like the kind of Florida area, it doesn't really do that. Right. So it really depends on where you are. Right. I do like when you have a hot day in the nighttime, it really drops. You get, you get to enjoy a nice I, I loved when I lived in LA, there was these guys who, I think it was the house like next to where I was, they had a fire pit. Ooh, and nice. like at night, you know, they'd put it, do the fire pit. It's a beautiful thing. And it was, it was like cold enough where the fire pit even like made sense. It's a beautiful thing. I yeah. like that. Just yeah. Get some s'mores. Get some more. My number two is, I think it's similar to what you were talking about with your crisp fall day, but sort of, sort of not. It's not exactly that. I think it's a little bit before that. It's uh, the first day of the year where you should be wearing your hoodie. Or wow. Sweatshirt. Wow. It's a great one. Because great I'm one. not a clothes guy. I'm usually naked. I sleep naked. It's, it's yeah. healthier. But naked juice, which isn't that good for you, even though they have gotten away with it. Yep. Sometimes I have naked juice and I have boar's head. And if I'm in 2005, I think I'm having the healthiest day in the world. Meanwhile, you've got sugar and, and nitrates in your system that are damaging your intestines. Yeah. Little caveat, but talking about the food in The Sopranos, they all like look like garbage in the show. You notice that? Have you watched it recently? The actual food? No. The, a lot of the... Like, they're, oh, they're, yeah. yeah. They're, they're fat. <laughs> they, 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 a lot of them just don't look good. And then when you see the food that's eaten, you're like, oh, that's why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Makes sense. And it makes sense. And I'm like... But I was thinking, like, it, it, if they remade this in 2020, 2021, these guys would not be eating like this. They'd be like, someone would have a smoothie. Someone would be talking about being gluten-free. <laughs> like, there'd be a whole thing on quinoa. Probably. They got to get the gabagoo. 
Oh yeah. You gotta get those. Well, you have that, but you just don't have like such uh, heaviness and like lack of like variety and no like fruit. You know. The best is when one of the detectives shows up to the pork store was it what's it called patrioli's like uh satrioli's satrioli's yeah yeah like, oh, I, I just had a parasite i lost 30 pounds and i got to come to satrioli's for the famous veal parmesan hero yeah <laughs> um yeah but the first day you can wear your sweatshirt i'm not really a big clothes guy usually i'm naked naked juice <laughs> borset you know the sopranos but it's, it feels so rewarding to be able to wear the sweatshirt because you miss it. I mean, there is something to be said. I'll give you, I'll give you this when it's all, it's the winter, that first day when you could just wear a t-shirt outside, there's something liberating about it. And again, it's an argument for seasons where you you're deprived of something for long enough. When you get it back, you appreciate it exponentially more. And that's percent. I just appreciate the sweatshirt. I usually, the problem with me is I'm so excited to do it. I do it prematurely and I'll wear the sweatshirt, but it'll be too hot and then it'll be uncomfortable. So you, you really have to time it perfectly. It's, it's, a, it's a tough decision to make because you don't want to be overheated and also be lugging around a sweater around your neck or tied around your waist like a dweeb. But the first time that you really need a sweater or hoodie, it's a great one. I wish I had on my top nine. I missed it. Hoodie Allen. It's he's problematic. Well, he Hoodie is Allen's he? not. Hoodie Allen's oh, not. Woody, Woody, yeah. Woody. Yeah, yeah. I think I said this on the pod once. I, I used to do Postmates and I postmated to his apartment. That's that's wild. What what'd you get him? Chinese food? Shake Shack. Wow, Woody. <laughs> Shack sauce. Hoodie, not Woody. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Woody Allen's doing postmates. That makes it a lot less cool in my book. I thought, I thought Woody Allen got got uh, Shake Shack. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I once saw Woody Allen at Shumley Palace getting Chinese food with my parents. That was pretty cool. Did you say hi? No, my dad wanted to. My dad one time. Woody guy. One time I was at uh, the only time I was at Blue Ribbon. It's like a nice, you know, Blue Ribbon. Yep. It's like a nice restaurant in Soho. We were there for. I think the holidays like so for the holidays and our birthdays I mean, before this like we would take okay like we would take each other out to like a nice restaurant sure and um we sat down and we look over the tables are really close and we kind of just glance over you know you don't really want to like, look at the people next to you but it was um nam diasma and carrie washington that's 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 pretty sweet yeah and we like realized who it was and like you know, it's like they're so close and you could hear their conversation and like, we don't want to be like, you know, we like basically were like quiet until they left. Right. Um, but especially, especially because like a few minutes after we sat down, some drunk lady came over and oh, was like God. saying, Carrie Wash, like, you know, I, I love your work and blah, blah, blah. And she was very nice about it, but it's like, you can't be doing this to people. Not in the city, not so, in the restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Namdi Asimov, under not underrated, but he, he's a great cornerback. He's great cornerback. Got some tight coverage on. I think, I think he's an actor now. Really? I might have made that up, but I think he is. Asimov. Yeah. Get the sandwich. I I was never a big. I mean, I never really lived by Wawa, so I never really. Same. Yeah. Um. Wh what was that about? Why did I say that? <laughs> 
Don't know. Quiznos. My number one is when you are fully dipped into the fall. It's basically your number five. But it's not it's not quite the first sweatshirt. It's a little past that. I'm saying this is like the weekend of October 25th, maybe. Fair. That's a good date for it. I'm thinking this October, like that weekend, uh, Kate and I spent a weekend at the Jersey Shore. And you know I love like an off-season. I think sure. you do fall, fall activities. You walk around, and I feel like you wear a T-shirt, and you're like a little bit cold. Sure. But if you do something active, then it's fine. Right. You got to wear jeans. You wear a sweatshirt. It's very pleasant. And it's so nice that you're going to be outside, but you're never going to be overheated. And you could really do any activity in the world. And you could also like not be outside. It's not like, so I'm not talking, it's not like so nice that you feel like you feel the pressure pressure of a nice day. But if you're outside, you're right. The thing you said about it being clearer and crisper, like pictures that smell in the air, you have like a dinner with like, sweet potatoes fresh from a farm wow. maybe some like chicken sausage maybe wow. some like fiddleheads you know those weird like fall vegetables that they have sometimes fiddlesticks i'll play that but i've never heard of fiddleheads they're good fiddle diddle give and me a riddle. i'll give you a riddle what's the best weather day of the year what i just said i'm just glad you didn't have like a rainy foggy day that that this you're not i don't like a, fog we're on the same page on that one. I'm anti-fog. BJ Fog. He's like a psychologist. I think he's. I think he was the guy who did delayed gratification. I think he's still around. Actually, I don't know. Mike and the Mad Fog. I, that's, that's a great number one. Solid. I love a crisp October day. I'm. I'm just very, very relieved, Erickson, that you didn't have like a rainy or like a snowy slushy day. Mister October. Hey. Shout out, Mister October. Braised open coming up. Praise open coming up. I also want to give a mini shout out to Nick Alex. He's in Florida right now doing bits. And we're trying to get, he moved to Florida to do comedy for like a month and a half. And we're trying to get our show that we had back on. Um, our speakeasy show that we had at the blind barber. We're trying to get it back. So we're kind of like communicating, we've been communicating about it. And he said, I just asked him how he was doing. And he said like, he was not feeling well, but he tested negative for COVID. And I said, I mean, it was that your bits were too hot, so you got a fever. And he said, I feel like the Braves boys only serve bits hot enough for that to happen. And I shut him down. I said, I mean, ours are way hotter. We're more at the level of boiling water. Oh, yeah, we're boiling. We're we're, we're a tipping point. You don't want to even come near near our bits. And he apologized to both of us. He said, I thought I was dishing out a compliment. Apology not accepted, but I appreciate the apology. That's (laughs) that's fair. Yeah. Know, Know the temperature of our bits, please. Know the temperature of our bits. Phil Jackson knows the temperature of our bits. After a week off, he's back and he's wearing a go. Phil Jackson says, this is a top nine steeped with vibes and energy. (laughs) Steeped. Steep me in a kettle of tea, Phil. Ride me. I know for a fact that Sweet Feet paints his experience. I know for a fact that Sweet Feet paints his experiences using the carefully constructed canvas Mother Nature provides via weather. Oh, man, he's brushing a beautiful painting with his words. God dang it, Phil. Which days will spark joy in our pal? <laughs> oh, man. Lance is falling apart. 
toss, toss me, toss me some galoshes and stuff me into a poncho, chefs. <laughs> well, give Phil a week off, and he comes in better than ever. Ain't no weather gonna take my zen away. <laughs> the zen master lives on. Without further ado, here are the weather days my buddy waits for patiently, like the mighty meteorologist would. Give it to me, Phil. The fall weather Sunday tailgate. Bingo. That was my number five. First nice day of spring. Yeah, that was my number three. Oh, that's my number two, actually, yeah. Hot summer beach day. God dang it, Phil, number one. No humidity, right, Phil? <laughs> Bingo, Phil. You're on my page. First snowfall of the year. Yahoo! <laughs> This man's in fuego. Get me a Dairy Queen blizzard, Phil. Let's go dive it in the snow. Let's go <laughs> Rainy, lazy Sunday. I love that, especially when there's a, a random thunderstorm on, on that Sunday. Bonus sneaky hot day during the colder months. That's exactly, that's, I mean, I think you did not have one Ray Donovan there. Not one last comic standing, Phil. Give him a week off. He recharges better than ever. Gosh dang it. Holy mackerel, Phil. I want you to ride me on a winter day like I'm your sled. Ride me to like cream, Phil. Here we go. Braze on, Phil Jackson. And, and Lance gets in the braze on. Braze on to you, Phil. Braze on, man. Woo. Lance is, Lance is crying. <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> Emotional. Dang. Kate comes in hot. There's some great predictions here. Rain or shine, uh, we got some beeps. We got a car outside is fired up. My my window's shut. Nothing I can really do about it. Can you hear it? Yeah, but All right. there it's gone. Rain or shine, you two are always brazing. Here's some favorite <laughs> weather days for Lance. The first sunny, crisp fall day when you need a jacket and the leaves are starting to there turn. There it is. There Dang, it is. Number one. There it is. A rainy fall or winter day when you have no obligations and can stay in with a good book. Okay. I mean, it was like kind of different versions of what I had, but yeah. Yeah. The first snowstorm of the winter. Ooh, did I have that? No, I had the holidays, but yeah. Yeah. I had that. The first day you don't need a jacket in the spring when it hits the mid 60s. I do like that, but I thought for purposes of my character on the pod, that's like, 90% me, but 10% not me. I did not. Sure. It would have been like number eight though. That day kind of, it's kind of intimidating when you're like, I can't wear my jacket anymore. It's it, the jacket is kind of like a, Oh yeah. I think it's like protection. I think it's the same thing of what I was talking about with the being able to wear the sweatshirt. It's the inverse of that. Right. Yeah. It's you appreciate it. And then lastly, a hot summer day when you're out of the city, somewhere with a beach parentheses, Lance is probably reading in the shade on this type of day. Yeah, yeah. I like the shade. I'm anti-shade. I'm throwing shade at at your shade. Slim shade. I'll grab some M&Ms. Peanut butter. Great, great predictions. Kate and Phil, thank you very much for predicting. Yeah. I also, I'm not going to call you out, QAV, but, you know, Phil... I give Phil like two days notice for these top nines. 
See, I know sometimes. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we're talking about this. The reason I, I usually text Kate the day of, I text her the day of, assuming that you guys have. You, she lives with a chef. This is true. Phil, Phil she does have. It. She does have time to prepare in that sense. I, I, knowing this, knowing that this has been talked about, I will now give her more time. But I have assumed Be, that you guys have talked the second that we decide upon it. I've, I've sometimes I, you're talking about it. I usually bring it up, but I feel like mentally she doesn't get in the predictor mode until she gets your text. All right, good to know. I mean, she, so, you know, I, know, I think I, hands up. That's not I, me. I'm just saying, you know, like what if she's got a busy day? Tough. I'm just saying she's gonna be, I, she's I, gonna be I, mad that I that I'm calling I, you I out. Thought, she was I, like she was like it's it's no she's like I don't care she was like why are you making a big deal of this and I was like I, you know Phil Jackson's like pacing around the room coming up with like a you know, I don't live with, I don't I don't live with Phil Jackson if I live with Phil Do Jackson which which I I wish I did if I did you would know about it the second that we agreed upon a top nine I would be like Phil guess what you're gonna want to be predicting this one this one's right up your alley we're doing weather days so I just assumed like. When you guys have pillow talk, you're talking top nines. Now, moving forward, I will give her more of a heads up. Bomb me, Blazer. Hands up. It's on me. Bomb me. All right. Should we do QABs? Let's do it. I'll go. I got, like, can I do two? Go, go, Gadget. My first one's a small one. It's, uh, do you have an easy pass on your car? Yep. So an easy pass, if you don't know, if you're not in the New York area, it's, you know, it's like there's tolls, car tolls. You have to pay tolls for driving on the roads, which I didn't realize doesn't exist everywhere. Like this doesn't exist in a lot of states. Tolls? Yeah. 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 That's true. And so you drive on highways and stuff. You, You go over certain bridges, you have to pay tolls. There's a thing you get called an easy pass. You put it in your car and you drive over the tolls. It like scans it and it's like a little bit less money to to go over the, the bridge or whatever when you put it in your, you mount it on your car like the barcode and the tag is not facing out of the window it's facing like towards you okay so i'm just wondering how are these lasers i don't trust that the lasers are picking up that there's an easy pass on my car how are they doing it because the way you're not seeing the lasers either way, I think the barcode is more for you. It's like, but it's like a solid apparatus. So, how is it getting? How does it know what Easy Pass yours is? The barcode is like it is like a solid block that's blocking it. I mean, it's, it's a good QAB. I have no idea how that works, especially now. The past few years, they have like the Express when you're, oh, yeah. you don't even you don't even have to stop. Especially, it's it's insane. You're you're going seventy miles per hour. Because I'll I'll say for a number of cars, whenever I've had to like borrow a car, like you know my parents' car, they'll have the Easy Pass, but they don't have it hung up like like uh, oh, hung up. It. So I flash it, but I flash it obviously with the barcode facing the lasers because obviously the lasers. That's that's tough. So now I'm like when I'm mounting it, it's kind of changing my whole worldview, and I don't trust that the lasers are getting my Easy Pass. I think you gotta you gotta fall in love with the process. You gotta trust it. And if you don't, they'll easy pass to let you know. I mean, you'll, you'll just get a ticket. And this is like a true adult's time because this is the first time now. Like you know, I always when I ever had to go over tolls, I would not be paying for them because it was linked to like whoever's car I was doing. There were, there were times where I would be responsible for them, but I took them out of tolls for like comedy shows. 
but this is really the, this is really the first time I'm, I'm truly paying for tolls i'm 30 years old it seems it seems overdue yeah wow it's a good qab my second qab kate had been on the phone all this afternoon she had she was actually so during the pandemic she was actually supposed to visit my sister in australia i got can't it was like the first week in april i obviously got canceled she didn't go uh, she was down under she, she, she living there she was she was there for work and she actually had to come back like as wow. it all happened she was there for like she was supposed to be there for three months she got there like mid-february and then Next. yeah had to go back had to come back and good thing she came back when she did otherwise she would have been stuck there but kate was gonna visit her for a bit she, um, been. yeah and obviously got canceled we had a few weddings that we were supposed to go to that we had booked flights for those got canceled Kate booked all these with points from uh, from our bank, which I'll mm-hmm. say rhymes with uh, lace. I have the same bank. Yeah, lace and, is also yeah. I mean, I'm, that that's all right. Yeah, and like they, you know, on her on her lace account, it's like redeem these uh, points for whatever, and it's valid up to like twenty twenty two. And there's no way to do it. Like it says it and then you click it and it doesn't work. So she called up Lace and they're, they just like didn't believe her. They're like, no. So the woman told her, they said, no, you went on the flight to Australia. What? I always thought that if you use and, points, then it get canceled. You, you don't get them back. Well, they said you get them back, like redeem. Cause they, they, so like they said on Lace, well, she didn't yeah. use them because she, she booked the flight, but the flight didn't happen cancel the flight because the flight didn't happen because of the pandemic so they gave back everyone the flights wow so like if you booked it on delta they you know you get a voucher and it's the same with the points where supposedly this woman was like to kate she was like well you must if you wrote it down like it's wrong and kate's like i'm not i didn't write it down it says it literally right here on your <laughs> chase website and she was on the phone like like it was like like this for a while and then she finally got someone else on the phone who like knew the situation and like it's not totally fixed it's like i guess what ha- what we have to do is when the flights are made we have to like call de- if there's like some other step we have to do now that's very unnecessarily complicated but it's like you can't you can't do this as as these companies like if you're gonna say you're giving people and a flight to australia is a lot of money so it's right. not like we're talking about a hundred dollars we're talking about it's like twelve hundred dollars. High scoring. That's a lot of points. It's like a point points leader. Exactly. So, like the fact that companies can just do this to people is absurd. Feels and like that's kind of a tactic. It's like a, the first line. That's what I said. I think it's like, like I think so too. Oh, we don't know. And then some people be like, oh, I don't know now. But luckily, Kate's a, a smart lady and, and and push forward. It is, and it's like, how is this acceptable that companies do this to people? That's a tactic. For them to steal your money, it's it's literally them stealing your money. Their business, they they'd rather not. I'm tactic off. Redeem. It's not a snack. No, no matter what, it's not a snack. No. And then I tried to get my vaccine card laminated, and Staples said we tried to laminate Jesse's and it exploded. Laminate Bargazzi. I've I got a, a, a fake vaccine card now. Yeah. Two solid QABs. Two solid quabs. Quabmire. My QAB, 
I went out to dinner with my sister and her boyfriend for my sister's boyfriend's birthday. Us three went out to uh, Hillstone, Midtown. You've always talked it up. Love a Hillstone, Greg Stone, Roger Stone. Hillstone Creamery. Bingo. This was a creamy, creamy event. It was like the week after my sister's boyfriend's birthday. So it was like, it wasn't his actual birthday, but it was, it was, it was a birthday celebration. I made the reservation. I got there a little earlier. When I checked in, I said, could we get a birthday candle for this bad boy? Can we, can we, can we treat him right? Can I? And she, and she said, of course, sir. Of course. Wrote it down, hit some buttons, typed it up. I felt good. You know, we'll get a nice birthday candle. And then you never really know. Like, uh, we had a great meal at a beautiful, ate a lot of food. And I didn't want to make it obvious that like, I got her a birthday candle. So when the waitress came at the end of the meal, being like, do you guys want desserts? I kind of like looked at them being like, what do you guys want to do? And they both were like, oh, no, we're stuffed. So I'm scrambling. In my head, I'm like, I don't want to order a dessert just for myself. So I go, you know, I'll have a coffee. Almost as a, a wink and a nod being like, I'm getting the coffee. You bring us a dessert. Don't worry. Like, bring a dessert on top of my coffee with a candle. And it'll, it'll all be, it'll all go well. Turns out they just bring the coffee, no dessert, no birthday candle. But, and I understand the kind of, the, I put the, the waitress in a bad position of being like, do they think that we're going to comp a dessert if they don't order dessert? I, I, I would have paid for the dessert. We would have paid for the dessert if it came out with a candle and we didn't order it. But I just, it was a tough spot to be in because I didn't know. I, I'm, I'm the one that's QAB in, in this, to be honest. I'm, I'm not blaming the, the restaurant. But I feel like the fact that I asked for a birthday candle should have let them know that like, no matter what, bring, bring a scoop of whipped cream with a candle in it. And I, I would have been happy. But what, 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 what should I have done? Like, should I have ordered dessert being like, you guys are stuffed, but I got, I got room for some more. And I feel even me ordering the coffee was a, a, a weird move because like they were like, let's get out of here. And I was like, I, I kind of want a coffee. You're like, oh, I'll thought... <laughs> It's going to be 45 minutes, sir. <laughs> but I thought that me ordering the coffee would have been like a, a little wink being like, let's get, let's get a candle over here. I'm glad that you acknowledge your fault on this. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a hundred percent your fault. But you have to, when did you do this? When did you say you wanted the birthday candle? I, I, when I got there like 10 minutes before, I, I, when I checked yeah. in at the reservation. So that's like, I mean, that's like four weeks in restaurant time. There's no chance, especially now where it's like they're, every restaurant, I haven't been to a ton of restaurants, but there's like four people working trying to serve like 30 tables. There's no chance. It's like, you have to be except, exceptional above and beyond i think to Those remember pretty exceptional they're they're top-notch service yeah i'm just saying the average person and i'm not saying that i think it's it would be exceptional for someone to remember that at that point um so many you know too many tables to turn around it's also like who knows what could have changed during the meal like there's too many there's too much time i mean it's like but a birthday it, candle is consistent. No, nothing's changed about the birthday candle. It's it's like buying tickets for a championship, an AFC championship game, not knowing if your team's going to be there. But we're the whole point of the evening was we're. Was this is what you dinner. do. It's very easy. What you do is after your meal was over, or like you know when it's like people are kind of done. 
You go to the you bathroom. You say you go to the bathroom, you talk to him, you say, hey, we're going to order the chocolate mousse. That's the, we're going to order the lava cake. Can you put a candle in? So even if she comes back and, and we all say we don't want dessert, then they'll still bring it because I told him. Yeah. All right. All right. Very I, thought it, I thought it would just be easier so I didn't have to do the whole the whole mid-meal get up and go to the bathroom. Sometimes you get caught. Sometimes you get caught red-handed. Like, why is Jesse talking no, to the waitress? You got to gotta time it where the situation where the, everyone's guard is low. It's a little tough because you're the only, you're like the only other person. Yeah. Like sometimes there's like two or three people where it could, you could be a little Big nondescript. Group but yeah, I mean, ultimately you can't expect someone that early. Like ordering to the remember. coffee. Ordering the coffee is a wink and a nod. I, it's a, not, it is, but it isn't. Cause like they said they didn't want anything. So now she's like, well, they didn't want anything. And then it's that weird thing. Do they expect to comp? It sucks. It's COVID it, too. You got to give, I feel like you got to give extra leeway now with, you know, with COVID. It's it 19, COVID 19. I get it. I, I was QAB. The QAB is on me. You, you were, you were QAB, but that you acknowledged it was on you. It's not as QAB. I'll let Kate know about the top nines beforehand. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't care. I'm QAB. I just, all my, all my weather know. days don't exist. I don't mind. My, this if this is, is what you're gonna do, fine. If this, this is the direction you're taking the podcast, this is my worst episode. <laughs> I think it's a good episode. This is one. This is. Uh, my, I was I, just hang on my I, chef's whites. I was listening in the car, and I thought the best moments were, you know, when I just kind of ruthlessly shut you down. Yeah. Today, the I'm, I, I've been thro- thrown against the wall. Maybe maybe I'm too mean. Mean girls, you can't sit. With, I can't sit with you. <laughs> no, but I'm not. I'm mean, but like I'm not. Uh, it's like with it's like out of love. So you're saying you love me? I'm not saying that. I love I'm you. Saying I'm mean, but I'm saying it's out of love. Lance, I love you. I wouldn't be as mean to like Igor Martinez. <laughs> that's, that's 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 nice. I appreciate yeah. that. All right, all right. This we, I do this, like Igor. I do like Igor though. Igor, oh. Igor would be a good guest for the pod. I like Igor. Yeah. Though he once went up, to, went up after me at a lantern, and I think he was hosting, and he was like, like, I, I thought I did pretty well, and he went up after me and was like, I don't know what the heck he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's a funny guy. Wow, he really hung you out to dry, and it was humid. <laughs> Favorite weather. Want to bring in the closer? I'll bring the closer. Also, Eric Seidel commented on the closer, and he said it was a tease. He said he wishes it kept going. Yeah. That's what, that's what makes it great. It ends a little abruptly. People love it. Yeah. Let's bring it in. A one. A one. A two. A one. A one. Two. 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 Three. Bits. 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 It's in the books. You got it in the plug? plug? We're going to plug. (laughs) I can't tell if you're delayed or if this is on purpose. You got anything to plug? Are we delayed now? No chips? I don't think so. No delay for me. (laughs) I'm not delayed. Are you delayed? Check me and Lance out at the Lantern, a.k.a. the Bronx Derby Yacht Club. 
on April April twenty third, seven p.m. Yeah, April twenty third, seven p.m. I'm actually I think I'm delayed because I'm pulling up. I'm trying to pull up the dates. I should have pulled it up before. April twenty third, seven p.m. Yeah, we're both on. It looks like I'm not on the nine p.m. Uh, yeah, we're both on the April twenty third, seven p.m. Come check us out. Come say hi. Give us a braised kiss on the cheek. Give us a braised hello. Uh, yeah, I'm there a bunch uh, this weekend. But yeah, come to that one. That would be fun because both chefs are on. I'm trying to see if we're on any other ones together throughout April. Does not. Oh yeah, Wednesday, April 28th, we're both on too. Beautiful. Wednesday, April 28th. What was it? What was the last one? Friday, April 23rd. Yeah. At seven and. Wednesday, April 28th. And we'll have a bunch where we're on together in May. So come check us out. Hell yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being the best Brazerbacks. Braze on, everybody. Braze on. Peace.